we all rush around too much. We don't give time to think. I mean, some even charge from place to place with overpriced coffee cartons pressed to their lips. So how refreshing to meet Ellie Harrison, who not only enjoys her cup of tea, but also reflects, even writes her considered, considered thoughts down. Ellie, welcome to the studio. How are you? Now, have you got your cup of tea? What are you thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about being on the radio at the moment. Yeah, very wise, very wise. <laughs> I noticed on the 2nd of January 2008, on your tea blog, on your website, 940, I'm going to slightly, you don't, I'm going to chicken out exactly what you said. I, I hope I don't make a fall out of myself on the radio. Is that what you're thinking about at 9.40 this morning? Well, this morning when I woke up, I totally forgot that I was coming in here, and it was only when I sat down and I was having my breakfast that I remembered, mm. and then suddenly started to panic a bit. So I think that I was worried that I'd make an idiot out of myself. But, but I'm sure you won't. I'm sure I won't. No. Um, <laughs> At least I hope you don't, anyway. <laughs> as long as I don't swear. What gave, you the, yeah, yeah, what gave you the idea of this? Because it has really caught on, hasn't it? I mean, loads of people are logging onto your website. Yeah, I mean, it's been really popular. And uh, one reason is because I've been really persistent with it. And this is the, its third year now. It's just... Um, I started on the 1st of January 2006. So we just passed the second anniversary and going into the third year. And um, I think the, the number of people who visited has just grown and grown over the last two years. And I think because the sort of thoughts that I write are quite short and quite easy to digest, it's the sort of thing that people do go back to over and over again. So I can even, I mean, I, at random I can even select the different teas and see what thoughts. I mean, I can go out, there's normal tea in a green mug, there's Earl Grey in a blue mug, there's coffee, oh, coffee, coffee yeah. in a black mug, you've got hot chocolate... Lemsip, yep. herbal tea, fruit tea, <laughs> cup of soup, and I can sort of re reflect, I can go into those and reflect on, on how you've reflected. Does it change your thoughts then? I think so. I mean, I put lemsip in there because obviously <laughs> when you're having a lemsip, you're not feeling altogether mm. great, so I was quite interested in that. Um, but I think, and the cup of soup ones are quite different as well. They, I don't, I don't quite know how to describe them, but I think that they're they're slightly different. I mean, I can even download a tea stain. Yeah, you can. <laughs> well, the tea stain itself is just a sticker that I made. It's a, a sticker, pro promotional yes. sticker. Mm. Um, so you can order one and uh, you can, free of charge. Yeah, free of charge. Yes. But then you can just stick it wherever you like, and it. It's a little reminder to go and visit Tea Blog every now and again. And have many people downloaded the tea stain? Oh, I've had quite a lot of um, interest, actually. <laughs> it's been quite surprising. And it's amazing how many people from America have emailed to order them. And I just didn't realise I had all this, like, this audience in America who were looking at my website. Isn't, really it a, isn't it a strange word how it's changed? I mean, ten years ago, this wouldn't have been possible, really, would it? Now people can just um, find out Ellie Harrison, who's sitting in the middle of Nottingham, her thoughts. I mean, from anywhere in the world. I know. It is really odd, and I think that's the amazing thing about the internet, and that's the reason why I started using it um, in about 2000, was because you could be anywhere, like you could be sat in your bedroom in Nottingham, and suddenly you could put your work online and anybody could access it. So it's a fantastic tool, especially for an artist. Yeah. Which is what, of course, that is what you are, isn't it? Yes. I mean, you, you earn your living from art. I do, just about, yeah. I, <laughs> I work... I work. No, no, every true artist <laughs> only just about earns a living, I tell you. That is true, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I work uh, four days... Well, actually, more like six days a week um, mm. on my own practice and then get freelance commissions and... 
occasionally get funding to do my own projects. And then I work one day a week at Nottingham Trent University teaching on the fine art course. So you, you actually qualified in fine art? Yeah, yeah. So it's, I, I, I Is went, this yeah. unrefined art, would you say? <laughs> <laughs> well, fine art is quite a broad term, you see. It covers yeah. a lots, of, lots of different practices. And um, especially seeing how things have developed with the internet, then artists are starting to use the web as a place to show their work and mm -hmm. making work specifically for the internet so that's kind of where I've branched off into. Because before you did the tea you did you, you was, it was your thoughts as you as you had food wasn't it? Um, well yeah the, the first project I did like this was Eat 22 and I was on the radio about that back in 2002 but that's I... That's right with Alan Clifford. Yeah, yeah I that's think right, so. Yes, yeah. And I took um, a photo of everything that I ate for a year <laughs> So that was a massive yeah. undertaking and I just didn't know whether it was going to be possible when I started out. I had a digital camera and I took it everywhere with me and just photographed every single meal and snack that I had before I ate it. So that was the first kind of really obsessive project I did like this. Well, I, I'm glad to see it's moved into the, into the tea, thoughts over tea, because I find that constructive. I find the idea of just taking a photograph of your, of your food slightly repulsive and, uh, <laughs> and meaningless. <laughs> well, it wasn't meaningless to see how it accumulated over the year. Yeah. Like, it was amazing to reflect back on 1,640 things that yeah. you'd consumed in a year. But I... That's, I, a, bit, that's a bit yeah. awesome, a bit frightening. It is a bit frightening. All that went in your tummy. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I agree that the tea blog is a bit more reflective, like you mm. say, and is more about um, kind of subjective... Um, information about my life rather than just factual information. Okay. We will talk further earlier, all right? If you want to go on, you can always easily go on to Ellie Harrison's uh, website. We've got a link from our website, haven't we, on this? I think so. Yeah, yeah. otherwise it's just www.elliharrison.com. But, um, T-blog. Um, but I think, it's, I think we've got a link from our BBC website. I know you're on that as well. <laughs> BBC Radio Nottingham's The Station, These Are The Eagles.
being fabulous. Ellie Harrison is still with me, recording her thoughts on her cups of tea. I mean, have you had time to ruminate on this cup of tea yet? Um, no, I've been too focused. But uh, is this, uh, is this, one gonna, this one's not going to slip through the net, no, surely. None of them slip through the net, mm. but sometimes they require me to uh, actually really think about what I'm thinking right. about because so many, so so often you're kind of quite mm. unconsciously thinking. So <coughs> yeah, this one. I can't say just yet, but I'm still only halfway through the cup, so we're all right. <laughs> um, now, many of you would, would have been to the Broadway and, uh, and seen your work on the wall. <laughs> yep, it's true. Right. Yep. Yeah, I didn't realise, we've only just found that out during this record. Um, there was a series of films, I mean, a huge number of films with thoughts about them being beamed onto the wall in the Broadway and um, the bar cafe. They were yours. That, that's right, yeah, that was this summer. Um, I did a piece for the digital art programme at Broadway Cinema, and it was based on the 207 films that I'd watched uh, while working as an usher at the Broadway and I started working there in uh, 2003 and I still work there now on a Thursday evening. And so you're not going to give it up? Um, I'm not planning to give it up because you get to watch so many free films so <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the reason I'm going to keep at it, it's a fantastic so, job. Ellie, tell me what the life of an usher's like. Is it tough? Well, it, no, it's rather easy, actually. I mean, you, you start work... The Broadway's not listening. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, God. They might be. Um, you, you start work, and then you have about 15 minutes of opening the cinema, taking tickets, letting people in, and you shut the doors. Then you watch the film from start to finish, and then you open the doors at the end. So it's, it's quite a relaxed job, but it's amazing how differently people treat you when you're in that role mm -hmm. say to when I'm in my role at the university as a lecturer and it's quite amazing to kind of uh, see how people's perceptions of you change so now widely. that is very interesting yeah. how do they change well at the university I'm I'm respected I've got a tutor group of uh, 12 students who look up to me and kind of listen to what I've got to say and take my advice whereas at the at the Broadway um, it's amazing how many people don't even acknowledge you or even say hello to you when they're giving you your ticket. They just kind of uh, view you as a bit of a machine. So I think that's really interesting, and I'm, mm. I'm quite interested in the different roles. So that's another reason why I'm, I'm keeping that up. And it is odd when my students come into the Broadway and discover me ushering, because <laughs> not all of them know that I do that as well. And that is a really weird situation, and I think that freaks them out a bit. Isn't that a sad reflection on society? The way they treat an usher at a cinema? I think so, yeah. I think it is. Mm. Um, What's wrong with us? Because, you know, I've, I've, been, I've been doing, I've been going, doing the rounds recently with Kate. We've been doing some walks. And we've gone into more towns and cities. Um, Melton Mowbray? Yeah, Melton Mowbray. We were in Ashby yesterday. And people give you eye contact. They seem to be more friendly. Once you get into this sort of city rush, yeah. rush, rush atmosphere, it's uh, you know no eye contact. Here's your ticket. Yeah. What? Why? I don't. I don't. I hadn't noticed that it was something specific to Nottingham. Actually, well, no, it's to Nottingham. I think yeah, it's the big it's city where everybody's. Big I, 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 there's something happens. You can. I, I, I have a theory about this. This is something perhaps we can both work on. I have a theory about this. You're walking in the countryside, yeah. and um, you meet Mr. A. He'll say hello to you. Yeah. You pass the same Mr. A walking along the street yeah. in Nottingham, and if he says hello to you, you think he's a bit of a freak. Hello, is this fruitcake? It's true. Yeah, yeah. So I, it is a. Re I don't know quite what the answer is, and I, I try to make sure that I 
am polite to anyone who sure engage in, in, in shops or anyone in town. But I, yeah, because I, I appreciate being on the other side of that, I think. Mm. But so many people don't have that, that kind of perspective from different sides. I think I think maybe we should do some job sharing. <laughs> why, why not? Exchanges and things. I think that would be a good idea. What, tell me about Gold Card Adventures in Piccadilly Circus Underground Station. Um, well, that was the second big project that I did where I collected information mm. about my everyday life. And I recorded the total distance that I travelled on London transport in a year. Because you were working in London at the time? Yeah, I was living in London. I was actually studying. I did a postgraduate diploma in fine art at Goldsmiths College. So I was travelling across London every day to get to the college. So I thought it would be interesting to work out the distance that I'd gone in a whole year. And it turned out to be 9,210 <sighs> kilometres which is the equivalent of travelling from London to Shanghai, which is quite amazing. So, yeah, and then I made, I made um, that project into an exhibition, which was at Piccadilly how, Circus. How do you turn... I mean, I love the idea of yeah. I mean, calculating the miles or the kilometres, whatever, but then how do you turn that into an exhibition? Well, that was a really big challenge, and it took a long time to, to find a way of doing it, but what I did in the end was created a series of sort of imitation postcards from destination, like different world destinations at progressively um, further distances away from London. So I'd say, after three months, I've got as far as Athens. Oh, yes. And then I'd have a little postcard of me, a, a postcard of Athens with me kind of superimposed into it. And then I made a series of 28 different postcards, and the end one was Shanghai. Simple idea. <laughs> Simple nice. idea, but, yeah, it, was, it, was, it took a long time to, to kind of arrive at that um, idea and I think that, that I do that all the time is that I collect all of this mm. information and then think what on earth am I going to do with it Right, well we'll be back, back with Ellie in a few moments time. Um, BBC Radio Nottingham's the station, it's half past two, got latest news and then we've got the latest travel. Latest news Gordon Brown has said Britain will give whatever help it can to diplomatic mission to end the violence in Kenya Thousands of rail passengers are enduring severe delays to their journeys because engineering work hasn't been completed on time and the owner of a new bar planned for Nottingham says he fears it will um, says fears it will have a negative impact are over exaggerated. Those are the latest news headlines. BBC Radio Nottingham Travel. Simon Masters has the latest. Thank you, John, and it's good news. The earlier problems with the horses on the A610 at Eastwood, they've now been moved around the junction with New Derby Road, but we're all left with queues in Nottingham, though, on Valley Road, heading out of the city around Radford Road, looking slow moving along that stretch. The rest of Nottingham, though, looking fine, and in fact, the county's looking fairly healthy as well. Through Newark, that looks okay. Remember the roadworks, though, in various places will be starting to cause you problems. They were scaled down for the Christmas period. They're starting to be put back in place, so expect delays on the A1 at Blythe, Markham Moore, and Ranby as a result. You can call us with your travel news now on 0115-934-3434 and there'll be more just after, uh, just after three o'clock.
breakout from Swing Out Sister, and Ellie Harrison is still with me. Um, we've been talking about her tea blog, which you can see on the internet at the moment at www. Um, just go there and see her thoughts, uh, see her reflections. A lot of, lot of it, Ellie, is very introvert. I mean, it's sort of navel-gazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite introspective. Introspective is a good word, yes, I like <laughs> I that. I know, I like that word. I've been using that a lot recently. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's something that I'm very conscious of, and... T-Blog is actually the last project that I'm going to do of this sort where I kind of document um, information about my everyday life. I've decided to kind of put a stop to that way of working. So T-Blog's going to end on the 31st of December 2008, so I've got another year of it. And then after that I'm going to sort of change my work to involve other people more so it becomes more outward-looking. Well, I, I, I mean, totally understand that. But the other, the other side of the coin is, of course, all these people throughout the world who've got to know, um, oh, I must see what Ellie's up to today. Are they gonna, <laughs> are they gonna lose a friend? <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm still, uh, no matter what I do, I'll always kind of document mm. it on the internet because it's, it gives you a reason to, to make work, really, sure. if you can then um, exhibit it straight away online. So there'll always be something for them to look at, no matter what sort of work I'm making. Oh, so you're not going to disappear? Not going to disappear, <laughs> no. So you have any idea what you're going to do? Um, not really, yeah. I'm trying to work, work it out at the moment, but I'd like to do some more sort of interactive works that involve people so maybe getting them to disclose information about their lives or turning the table slightly i think that would be the way forward mm. it's, a, it's a sort of isn't it interesting really um, when we, at this radio station this month celebrates 40 years of going um and one of the things that it thrived on was this interreaction with the community and it was the community of nottinghamshire um and they could just do it via the radio or by telephone mm. and that's it and now we have this sort of world village doing a sort of a leap forward, but still it's the same idea, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, actually. But I think it has just totally opened things up. It like has. I was saying, I've got people contacting me from America who it never occurred to me in a million years that they'd be reading my tea blog, but then they, they kind of email me. You think the Chinese would be into it as well, you know, with the China tea? And... Yeah, there's, there's no translation, though. It, ah. is quite, it's not, it is all in English, <laughs> so you have to be able to read English to um, be able to understand it. But maybe that's the way forward. Yeah. Chinese translation of it. Japanese? Japanese. They're into the tea, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Mm, just a thought. Yeah. So you, you're originally from London. Yeah, that's right. But you settled in Nottingham. Yeah, I came to Nottingham to do the fine art degree at Nottingham Trent University, and that was in 1998. And then I moved back to London for two years, from 2001 to 2003. And then I missed Nottingham, so I came back, and I've been here ever since. How interesting. You see, a lot of people feel that all the action's in London. Well, there is a lot of action there in is. London, it has to be said, but there was also, it seemed at the time, there was a lot going on in Nottingham, because I'd stayed in contact with friends of mine who were artists from the fine art course who'd stayed here. There's particularly a group called Reactor, who I think might have been interviewed before, but mm. they'd set up a studio group and they invited me to come and join the studio. So that was kind of, I was moving into a community of artists. It wasn't like I was just moving up here to nothing. I knew people already. So it's a strong community of artists here? I think so. I think it's a really good kind of art scene. Um, Mainly graduates of the fine art course, actually. There's um, Moot Gallery that you might have heard of in mm -hmm. Slenton. They're fine art graduates. Uh, 
I mentioned Reactor. Lots of graduates who are kind of leaving every year and sticking around and setting up their own projects. So it's kind of growing all the time. Yes, it's interesting. Again, it's, it's, it's not just in the centre, is it? It's moving out. I mean, isn't there one just off Alfreton Road as well, now, isn't there? Yeah. Um, i trying to think what it's called. If anyone's yeah, listening. The, yeah, Via Vaudeville. I think so, yes. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's. Um, well, the Via Vaudeville Studios is what Blue Firth was a member of. Oh, and, right. And Thomas Chafe. That's, that's just and off Alfreton Road. Blue's been a guest on this programme before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and that's just off Alfreton Road. But then um, there is a new studio just opened up by, from graduates of Nottingham Trent um, from last summer, and they've opened one near to Old Nose Studios, which has been there for years. Don't know where that is. It's um, just on Mansfield Road. Oh, yes, I've read about it. Between Mansfield Road and St Anne's. Yes. Yeah, so there's quite a thriving community of artists around there. So you say a thriving community, does that mean I can go in and through a door and see some of their work, or is that how it works? You have to wait for the open studios. Like, Mm. a lot of these places do have open studios every year where they invite the public in. Um, so yeah, maybe you should wait for that. Yeah, because there's some. F- the door. Yeah, because some flyers came round. I think just before the end of the year. It's normally it, yeah. in autumn time, mm. but Moot Gallery is open all year round, showing exhibitions. And that's what near the. Where, where's that's that? That's on Car- just off Carlton Road, um, on Decane Street. Decane mm. Street, yeah. So you I know. can call in there any time. Okay. Well, uh, Elia Harrison, thanks very much for coming in. I look forward to you um, reading your blog about this cup yeah, of tea you've been served with at BBC Radio Nottingham. <laughs> um, a good brew on. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's like okay. when I was given yeah. this, um, somebody in the office said, "Oh, you're not giving her our nasty tea, are you?" So I wasn't very optimistic about it, but it's actually yeah. turned out all right. Well, she, well, Joe was very upset because she she's brought in a load of I different know, teas for you. Well, nobody offered me that until it was too late. <laughs> so I don't know. I know I can only have <laughs> one cup at a time, otherwise it's too much work for me to update the oh. blog. I can only have one cup at a time. I'm looking to the loo all the time. <laughs> Ellie Harrison, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs>